The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. When we combine the enthusiasm we all have with the business skills and abilities we need to grow, learn, and prosper, we become better managers and leaders. It all starts here. And now, your host, Luis Vicente Garcia. Hello and welcome. Welcome, everybody that is listening today to our show And thanks for joining us today in another episode of Performing at Your Best. We are coming to you through Voice America's business channel, and you're listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. And I am your host, Luis Vicente Garcia. My goal is that we learn and implement new ideas and concepts that are always being used today particularly in our business world, and those that are coming from the topics, issues, and conversations we are having in our show, and from the ones that are coming with the guests that we have throughout the shows. I would like to hear from you, and please send me an email to coachluis at luisvicentegarcia.com, or connect with me through my social media, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and connect with me on LinkedIn. All of my links are below on my show section. Today, we're having a continuation of the show we had last week. Last week, we had, a, and, uh, and the show actually was called An Initial Conversation on Leadership. And today, I want to focus on leadership and management, managers and leaders, because in many cases, in many instances, we need to be one, either a manager or a leader. But in most cases, uh, we are both. We need to manage and lead. We manage our companies, we lead our team. We manage inventory, we lead the processes. We manage the financial results or the or the production of, of our factories, and we lead uh, by inspiration, by motivation. So it's an interesting issue that in many cases, business owners, entrepreneurs have, actually in many cases as well, executives have this issue because sometimes we need to be that manager, sometimes we need we need to be that leader. And management is a field of study that has been in, uh, in existence for a very long time, of course. Uh, however, uh, the study of management by itself started actually last century, in the 19th century. Some scholars said that uh, at the turn of the century, at the beginning of the uh, 1900s, it was the time when management started to be studied. However, Peter Drucker, who is considered to be the guru of management, he said that management actually started to be studied by the 1930s. Independently of that, today, management is one of those incredible fields of study that is not only being increased by the level of different skills and abilities and the deep Uh, studies that have been performed in each of the managerial areas, but also because it's been taught at different levels. Um, As people know, I work with Brian Tracy at Focal Point Coaching. One of the things that Brian says constantly is that every managerial skill can be learned. And this is very important to understand. Every managerial skill can be learned because we all have different abilities, we all have different skills, We we need to put 
to work, the different things we have, the different knowledge we, we have acquired throughout the years, and put it to work in different fields we can. If we need to work and learn about marketing, for example, we need to study about marketing. If we need to become managers, we need to study about management. One of the things that happens is that people start growing in the companies. When I started, uh, I was I just finished my MBA when I was 24, so I started working right away at, at a cement manufacturing company here in Venezuela. And one of the things is that you never, you're never prepared. We are never prepared to take that step because we have never learned to become managers. And suddenly, one, you know, one night after the other, we just are named managers of a certain department, head of a department, coordinator level, you name it. Uh, different companies will have different names, but you will start to manage. Manage people, manage ideas, manage production lines, manage produ uh, productivity or different events that actually we become managers uh, overnight. One of the things we all need to do as leaders is train on management. And training on management has it needs to become one of the most effective things we have to do today. Because a manager is the person who is actually makes decisions, uh, supports a business, um, guides in the implementation of uh, budgets, but that's a person who actually, at the end of the day, is making decisions. And we all make decisions at different times, different levels. Of course, a uh, uh, managerial person in a position for a region or for a country, well, they have a different impact on the decisions they take. But on a day-to-day -day basis, even if we are not managers, we take decisions. And when we make decisions, we need to make certain that we actually take the best decision that we can for our life, for our business, for whatever we are doing. So actually management, and, and I'm referring here to the, the, the definition uh, that appears on the Merriam-Webster Web, Dictionary, they say that a management is actually the act or skill of controlling and making decisions about a business. And here a business can be anything. It's a large company, it's a family-owned business, it's a non-for-profit or profit organization is a sports team it's a department uh, within a company it's a full region a country or a management of a, a worldwide operation so it's actually the act management is the act of uh, or skill of controlling and making a decision managers of course then will be those people making the decisions and in the process then we need to decide to uh, the best use of how to use our resources. Um, there are many other definitions that we can actually use uh, when uh, companies, organizations need to understand what the activities of, of the people are, the activities of our business, how, what do we need to do. And in many cases, we are working towards achieving an objective, objective achieving a goal. So in many occasions, we will uh, see that a management is included or related to a factor, a factor of production, um, related to the materials or the machines or the assets that we have. And in one of those uh, incredible books uh, by Peter Drucker, he actually said that management is the basic task that includes both marketing and innovation. So actually, we start understanding that management is not only about managing something, it's about having ideas, being innovative, being creative, starting marketing. And we have, we have had conversations throughout the different shows on what marketing implies, what sales implies, and of course, we all need to be selling something all the time. In many cases, it is ourselves, as we heard uh, Felipe talking to us uh, two or three shows ago. 
But the idea is that we need to be involved in every marketing decision, every managerial decision, and, and any process within our companies that will lead to deciding where to allocate the different assets and resources that we have. It, uh, one of the studies, the, the early, very early studies that uh, was done in the 16th century by Sir Thomas Moore, uh, actually he said that uh, management uh, included many, many different things. And, and from him up until today, we know the, we can understand the practice of management. And when we understand that management also relates to learning, because it's a learning process, we can understand that uh, from failure we learn, from low efficiency we learn, from low performance we learn. So management by itself means what do we need to do in order to increase performance? Uh, this morning I was listening to one of the um, incredible programs that Brian Tracy has, and he's in, it is called The Psychology of Achieving. And, and he said that one of the things we need to understand is that we need to be performing at a perfect level. So the idea that he was quoting actually was perfect performance. So are we prepared from a managerial point of view, from a leadership point of view, to be performing at a you know at a perfect level? How do we see that? How do we define that? So whether you're a marketer, a manager, a director, the owner, we all have the power and the responsibility to make the decisions that will guide our companies, will guide our organizations and the enterprise in order to perform better. The idea then is how do we measure things? How do we go from one person to several people in small companies, in larger organizations, uh, in many cases, and we have talked through the shows about um, multinational organizations, multi-Latin organizations. So in many cases, we see decisions coming from the board of directors, the CEO, president, the different VPs or directors, and then different managers at the different levels because every company is different. Every organization is different. And the idea is that we all start knowing and understanding what it takes in order to become a better manager. In many cases, when uh, well, we will we will see that we, in order to lead, we need to learn. And in order to learn, we need to become that better person. That better person then is the manager that is managing the assets, the organization, services, and they all have different functions. Managers in different departments will have functions that range in 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 skills that are needed in the scope of the decision that is taken. And in any case, the manager will coordinate in uh, the efforts and the, and the processes that every people, every person which is a member of that team, that organization needs to accomplish. And they need to accomplish goals. They need to accomplish objectives. And we all need to use the resources we have. The resources, of course, we are talking about money, time, assets, natural resources. There are different types of resources we are we can use and that are actually available to us. The idea is that we need to use those available resources effectively and efficiently. What, how do we do that? Well, this is the subject of this all, all of our shows because we're talking about increasing performance. This is why we decided to call the show Performing at Your Best. We can all achieve a level of performance that will allow us to grow as individuals, as professionals, then as managers, and finally, as leaders. The idea of management includes 
many different areas. Uh, it includes planning, organization, staffing, directing. In other sense, we'll be including controlling, organizing different things. But the idea is that in whichever area you are, in everything you're doing day after day, then you have to go a little bit farther. You need to understand what the resources we have, what people we have, how to put together a team, how to implement decisions, how to organize the companies, how to put processes and procedures in place in order to produce anything that you do more effectively. Uh, this is the time of the year where many companies are starting to work on their financial plan for the next year. If you are not doing that or you have not started that, this is one of the things I will recommend you to do. Start working on your 2016 budget, start working on your 2016 plan. How do you do that? Well, look, when we close this month, late September, that what, what you have achieved, what you have done throughout the year, January, February, March, all the way up to September this year. Have you forecasted your final quarter, fourth quarter of 2015? Then with that in mind and with the numbers and the metrics that you have taken out of that, you can start actually to promote the idea of creating a budget, creating a financial plan for next year. All these uh, studies have been made that when we put things in writing, and, and we have talked about goals, when we put our goals in writing, we have a much clearer view of where we're going. If we put a financial plan then in, 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 in writing, that means seeing what sales is doing, marketing is doing, production is doing, the financial area is going to be doing, the human resources area is going to be doing, then we have a much clearer view of our planning process, our budgeting process, and what we have to do in order to achieve certain levels of, you will call it production, stability, performance, um, evolution, achievement, whatever you want to do, you have to put it in writing, see the numbers, uh, anticipate the metrics and then take decisions in order to correct the road you're taking, the path you have taken. If you want to grow two times from today, three times, ten times, what do you do? How do you prepare? These are the subjects we are covering today and we are coming up to our first break and we will see you back in two minutes. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. 
Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. Welcome back. And today we're talking about management and leadership. And before in our first segment, we were saying that management is the act or skill of controlling and making decisions. Well, then manager, manager will be the person who makes the decisions about a business. Last week, we were talking about leadership, and we already know that a leader is a person who guides or directs a group. And actually, leaders are those individuals who are the guide in the organization, who individually or collectively are taking upon the activities of leading a group of people or the organization in order to achieve something that has been previously set. And as we already know, goals are something that we set in advance and then we measure against something. We can measure against a metric. It is very interesting not only to study management, but to see the evolution of management. And management, as we said before, is something that even though it was present in many occasions, well, we didn't understand about management until the late um, 1800s, the early 1900s. One of the um, ideas behind management is that it became a field of study by 1930, according to what we hear from Peter Drucker. And, you know, uh, the idea of managing an activity, a project, well, goes back many, many centuries ago. We see the pyramids in Egypt. We see the Taj Mahal in, in India. We see incredible construction uh, through the ages, uh, from not only the pyramids, but the Greek temples. And then we go move, we move forward throughout the Middle Ages. We come to the Renaissance, and we see these incredible and amazing cathedrals throughout Europe. Well, there were people doing this. There were people building these incredible buildings, these incredible um, concepts that they had in their minds. And how did, do, how did they do that? Well, they gather a team, they gather people with the knowledge at that time, and the idea was, let's build something different, and we can read about Michelangelo, we can read about Bonar- about uh, the different architects of, of the uh, 15th, 16th, and 17th century, so all the way up to the 21st century, what have we done? Understanding management, and management uh, today is being taught not only at universities, but at different centers, and we can take courses online, we can do incredible things with the field of study of management, and, you know, even 
the crusades, even the uh, great feats of human achievement, such as, you know, creating those amazing buildings. And not, not only that, but when we visit Rome, we see the Colosseum. If you go to China, you see the Great Wall of China. And, you know, those are testimonies of people that are uh, skilled people or were skilled people in different things. And they all were managing activities. They were managing projects. That's, so we have to understand that management is a field that existed from centuries ago. It is only today, uh, actually very recently then, only 100 years, that it has been uh, an independent field of study. The idea then is how do we improve on that? Uh, there, are, there are different areas in management and some people have have divided it into like the scientific studies of management and of course it has different approaches but the idea is that we need to understand why management became uh, an issue by itself why was it important to study about management but also teach about management and create these incredible centers like the universities and those uh, research institutions that are today actually studying about the idea of management. When we read Peter Drucker, uh, this is one of the things I will recommend to those of you who want to become managers and leaders, uh, start reading Peter Drucker if you haven't already done so. He has written, well, he wrote incredible books. One of the books I wrote, uh, I read recently was Management Challenges for the 21st Century. And he wrote that in, uh, I believe the, it was published uh, late the 19th, so probably 1989. And in, in one of the initial pages, he says that one of the things we need to understand is that management is a process. And the management is, uh, a, by definition, a system that we have to make for certain basic assumptions. And one of the things he then said is that a change in the basic assumptions of management will make uh, a significant uh, change in the results. And that's why we need to understand what management is. And he said that uh, since the early studies of management in, management in the 1930s, there were two sets of assumptions regarding the realities of management. And the first one was the, uh, the assumptions that underline discipline. And in here, he said the discipline of management. And there were three main areas. First of all, management is business management. Second, he said, there is or must be one right organization structure. And third, he said, there is or must be one right way to manage people. Then he writes about the other assumption, which is the practice of management. And here he had four areas. The first one, technologies, market, and end users are given in a particular area. Management's scope is defined legally. It is internally focused, and then the economy, as defined by the national boundaries, is the ecology, as he called it, the ecology of the enterprise and management. This is, you know, one of the very uh, deep discussions that we have to understand uh, in the field of management. Well, of course, there will be not only assumptions, as he said, but also fields of study, different theories. But one of the first 
issues that he talks about in this book is management is business management. And we have talked about the enterprise. We have talked about uh, a business. And when Peter Drucker says that management is business management is that we need to understand that when we're managing, actually what we're doing is managing a company because we're managing the resources. We are managing the systems, the processes, the procedures, the internal rules. And when he said that it is internally bound, actually uh, it is internally focused, then we need to understand that it is the people, the assets, the activities, the processes that we have within the organization. Of course, we will have an impact outside the organization because we are here to produce something, whether it is a product, our uh, service, we create some new technological device, we create a movie, we do transportation, we do something. And the idea is that then we need to understand that for most people, and this is a quote from my um, from Peter Drucker's book, inside and out management, uh, it, we need to understand that we need to take this as self-evident. Indeed, management writers and practitioners in, and many people use the word management to refer to business management. And when we talk about this, we need to understand that what we manage is our company. What we manage is something that has to occur, has to happen within the boundaries of our company we're working in. So we have the assets, we have the people, we have different uh, plans, we have the different ideas, we have the goals we have achieved and that we want to achieve. So the first actually application of management is to understand that we are managing a company. We are managing a business. And in that process, what we are doing is that we need to see the different results we want to achieve. We need to see the different processes we want to take care and push in order to start implementing the new ideas and the new vision. And in this program, throughout the program, we have been talking about the entrepreneur. And that is a person who has the motivation to take the plans, to bring about the results, to work with the team, to work with solutions and take the actions that are needed in order to make a company successful. Today, I, I, well, I participated in an event. It was a, a webinar by Success Magazine when they were talking about the legacy of Jim Rohn. And those of you who know Jim Rohn know that he's actually a, a person who was called a managerial expert. And he was being named, actually, he was named a managerial um Uh, impactful person. He had a decision-making process. He had a way of telling people and motivating people what uh, management was, what time management was, the ideas and different things. And he talked about success. And when the the way he actually talks about success is very incredible. Whenever you have the chance to go into one of those places that you will have the different Um, videos by Jim Rohn, different books that he wrote. If you can see some of his programs, do it because you will find incredible resources there. And, you know, in many cases, when we talk about a company, we need to see what created that company. So usually in most cases, it's the entrepreneur that creates 
the companies. He hires then a manager, and the manager is the person who will make the company grow, is the person that manages the, the teams they have, that manages the assets and the resources, and he has the idea in order to implement growth, to make growth more efficient, more effective, and actually to focus on performance. And we need to focus here on two basic areas. One is the people we have, the team, the team that we create and that we bring into our company. And, and second, the assets we have, the resources we all have. Then that manager or that entrepreneur will become the leader. So we have we go from the entrepreneur that creates a company, he hires the managers that makes the company grow, and then they become leaders, and the leader then will inspire, will motivate, and in many occasions, the leader will be the person that will take care of change, that will take care of the implementation of many things. How? By implementing, by motivating, by inspiring the people that work with you, the people that collaborate with you, and in doing that, well, we become uh, a way of doing incredible things. We need to become that person. We need to become that manager. We need to become that leader because, as I said at the beginning of a show, in many cases, we will be one. We will be a manager or we will be a leader. But in many occasions, we have to be both at the same time because we manage teams and we, uh, I'm sorry, uh, we manage uh, our companies by leading our teams. And this whole process of understanding the difference of management and leadership is something that we will cover in our next segment. We are coming out then uh, now into our, our break. Please make sure that you take the time to look at the show links that you will find throughout our show page, and you are able, you will be able to read about my books and the CD programs I offer. And while you do that, we will see you back in two minutes. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune into Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program. Or upgrade for just a few dollars more 
and you'll get the complete program mentioned, plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution, with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. Welcome back to Performing at Your Best. I hope you have the time to see the different links where I show you the products, the books, and the CDs that I have done. And you can find them in the banners throughout the show's page. And we are in the subject of leadership and management. And before the break, we were saying that the entrepreneur creates companies, the manager makes them grow, while the leader is the one that is inspiring the company, is inspiring change. And we need to understand uh, different the, the, the differences in between the leader and the manager. And since they were talking about management, well, we, we need to understand that the manager will uh, make the resources productive. And that relates to the particular job, the specific job of the manager. And the manager, in many cases, needs to identify himself as managing, entrepreneuring, and administering or working in the administration of your company. But in many cases, the manager will then be the one responsible of making the resources of the company productive. And this sen- in this sense, the, uh, there are 10 differences. I would say there are uh, 10 basic differences uh, between the manager and the leader that, for me, are very, very important. First one is that the manager, the manager actually manages the company. As we were saying before, he manages the assets, he manages the resources of the company. The leader, on the other side, he inspires, he motivates the people, he motivates the team that is working for him. So these are two views of the same thing. We, The manager will manage the assets, the leader will inspire and empower the uh, team. On the second, the second item will be the manager is analytical. We need to see the results. We need to see the metrics. We need to see how our business is doing. We need to understand what are the next steps we need to take if we need to correct something. How we're going to implement the change and the corrections that are needed. So the manager is an analytical person that needs to take care of the day-to-day business. The leader, on the other hand, is a visionary person. Uh, All things have been created by this uh, incredible person that wanted to do something different. And uh, we, every single day, we hear stories about Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, Tony Sain, and many people that in the business world have created something out of nothing. And when we use um, services like Uber, or Uber, as you say it in English, or we use um, Amazon, and we went from uh, several days delivering uh, up to 
now the same day delivery that Amazon is doing. When we see the uh, future intergalactic travels, well, those were created by visionaries. This is why we say the entrepreneur is a visionary leader, leader is a visionary entrepreneur. So thirdly will be that the manager has a logical mind. Uh, we work with the numbers, we work with the people, we understand the processes and the procedures, and we work with the systems and implement them in order to have an excellent performance. The leader cre uh, believes actually in himself. He believes in, t in intuition. And uh, it's not as good or bad in many cases. Uh, it, there's no good or no bad in these assumptions. However, while the manager is looking into the logical reasoning of, of an idea, the leader will take risks. And in this concept, the manager will be more careful and, and in, in the risk-taking procedures than the, the leader. Because this is what leaders do. They create, they innovate, they do something different. And in the process, they manage to lead, which is a, a very interesting concept for me, managing to lead. The manager, uh, as, as a fourth uh, item on this difference list, will trust on the strategies, while the leader sees the opportunities. In many cases, we need to be looking for the opportunities, and this is what entrepreneurs and leaders do constantly, but the manager is responsible, as we said at the beginning of this segment, about the resources, the assets of the company, of the corporation. So they need to trust these strategies, and the strategies are tied to something that we uh, discussed uh, probably a couple months ago with Ramon Palmero, and he said that, first of all, you need to start working on your vision, your mission, what your goals are, and then working in the different areas with your team, with the processes, the procedures, how you measure yourself. So this is what the manager will be doing, trusting in these strategies while the leader will be looking for the new opportunities. The manager will then look in concrete terms, while the leader thinks on conceptual terms. The difference is that the manager needs to act based on the information they have. The leader, well, they just imagine in many cases. They imagine, they think, they grow, they want to do things differently. There's a very interesting video, if you have not seen it, uh, it's by Simon Sinek, where he talks about, we know what we do, we know why we do it, we have to understand why we do it. And in this sense, I would say that the manager is a person who asks how and with what are we going to do it. The leader, on the other hand, is the person who will tell us uh, do it and then will say uh, why not or why do it. But in any case, he will be pushing while the manager will be controlling. So this is a different side of, of how these two figures in our organization will will look. The manager is looking for stability, is probably looking for consensus. The leader, on the other hand, doesn't fear crisis. And when I say this, is because I've known many of them, and in many occasions they will be the ones generating those crises. So the leader will generate the crisis because he knows he has a manager that is actually looking for the stability of the company, the stability of the corporation. The manager works about planning and the leader takes the chances, the experiments with different things. And in doing so, then the manager will be able and we willing to take small risks, these pre-calculated risks that we take as managers. The leader, on the other hand, is, as I said before, a risk taker. The difference, 
Well, by taking these risks and understanding the different outcomes that you will have from that, well, that's how they create, that's how they innovate. And I will say that the final difference, main difference between a manager and a leader is that a manager will achieve the objectives in, uh, in comparison to the goals that were previously set and the results that have been obtained. And this is why we see the importance that managers place on the numbers and we see it on the monthly figures, the quarterly or yearly figures, because we are all looking into that. We are looking into the results, whether it's uh, from a specific period, month, quarter, year, or uh, a specific project. The leader then will do things differently. They will inspire, they will be very demanding, they dream, and they live in the future. So for me, these are uh, some of the basic differences between a manager and a leader, and understanding that it all comes from the idea that the leader creates, the manager manages, and, and in the process, they are able to make things more productive. The, the manager will make the resources, the useful resources more productive, and the leader will work with those resources in order to explore the potential of the company. You know, over time, we do different things. Over time, we grow, we learn, and we have talked, of course, about continuous education. This is something uh, I, will, I will never say enough. I invite everybody to do something every day that will increase your learning, will increase your knowledge. But a leader is always looking for the potential of the company, looking at the overtime of the life of the companies, then we reach, we reach certain momentum, you know, when we do the same thing, so we are not excited about what we're doing. We are not that emotional and, and emotional anymore of doing uh, what we do. This is why we see companies that at one point in time were doing extremely well. They reach a plateau, you know, they reach a certain level where that productivity line starts to fall. What do we need to do? Well, change something. This is why we see every day the new version of a software, the new version of a telephone or cell phone, the new version of an application. And this is why now in our smartphones we have um, new versions of different applications we have because uh, we need to do something better, we need to improve, we need to be ahead of our competition, but at a certain point in time, again, it is more of the same. It is just more of the same, and over time, we will also reach a certain level, a plateau, where we will start to follow. The manager will manage the assets, the resources. The leader, then, is looking at those two key areas, time and results. And what we need to create as managers, leaders, entrepreneurs is a team, a managerial team that has the desire level, the vision to see the opportunity, the ambition to see that potential and work on the potential of the company over time, over time, constantly doing th new things, constantly changing the vision that we have, the ideas that we have, creating new products and services, creating new ideas to constantly keep moving the potential of our companies higher and higher and higher. 
This is what great leaders do. This is what incredible managers are able to do with little resources in many cases, with small potential that people never see. And then the manager believes in the company, the leader believes in their team. And together, they create opportunities. They create the incredible potential. They create that potential. They see the future. They see the possibilities and they create opportunities. And when we go back to the beginning of the show, it's the understanding of the field of management is the study of management that actually makes us learn that working harder, working smarter, creating more output, creating the productive idea of our company is what we need to work in every single day. So we know uh, from the economic studies that we have human capital resources. Now we have knowledge and we will have a full show uh, on, on the concept of knowledge and education and wisdom. But we need to take the assets we have and, and make those assets productive. Use them effectively, use them efficiently and create something new, create always something different. We're coming up to our third break and I would like you to invite you to visit my webpage, luisvicentegarcia.com, where you can find information on the training, the speaking, and the business coaching services that I provide. And we will be back in two minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Learn about the Mindset Revolution program. This is the training program that has been developed by Luis Vicente Garcia and Brian Tracy. There are two packages to choose from. You'll receive a complete 6-CD audio and action guide program or upgrade for just a few dollars more and you'll get the complete program mentioned plus two best-selling books and a 30-minute personal call with Luis Vicente Garcia. Visit LuisVicenteGarcia.com and take advantage of the Mindset Revolution program or our other programs. That's LuisVicenteGarcia.com. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying, but when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune in to Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increase margins, listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Business. Luis Vicente Garcia is a certified business performance coach with Focal Point Coaching, a company founded by Brian Tracy to help business owners and entrepreneurs increase their performance. Visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to take advantage of our free coaching assessment tools. Find out if coaching will work for you or your business and find out how to get a 30-minute coaching session absolutely free. Email Luis Vicente at lgarcia at focalpointcoaching.com or visit CoachLuisGarcia.com to get started on your next steps to success today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
You are listening to Performing at Your Best, Mindset Evolution, with Luis Vicente Garcia. If you have a question or comment about our program, your emails are always welcome. Send them to Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. That's Coach Luis at LuisVicenteGarcia.com. Now back to Performing at Your Best. Welcome back to our show, and I hope that you had the time to visit my webpage where you can find the information on the business coaching, the training, and the speaking that I do on a regular basis. And remember that we are here to guide you and your business to do different things. And in that sense, I invite you to write me on my email, send me an email with your ideas, comments, or questions to coachluis at luisvicentegarcia.com. And the process of management and leadership and understanding that we all need to evolve into that, we have talked about uh, a great deal about Peter Drucker because as we said at the beginning, Peter Drucker is that person who is actually um, given the the name of the person who started the incredible study of management. He was, as I said at the beginning, named business guru, management guru of the 20th century. And even though he started as a writer and then became an incredible professor and a management consultant, he described himself as a social ecologist, which is a very interesting term if we uh, see the roots of why he chose that name. And he actually explored the way human beings organized themselves. And in doing so, the way human beings interacted and that's why he said that he was an ecologist, because ecologists, as you know, they see the interaction of the different species that are uh, that that live in in the world today. So, um, uh, actually, Business Week uh, called him the man who invented management. He uh, did influence many people. He did influence a large number of leaders in many organizations across across different fields in society, different fields in management and different countries. And he wrote 39 books. In many cases, these books were about management. In many other cases, he worked about uh, economic powers. He worked about marketing, uh, wrote about marketing and innovation. He talked about the emergence of information society, and and then he said that he was a believer in lifelong learning. So he he coined the term knowledge worker, and that's something we will be talking about in future programs, because knowledge worker is today's worker. Today's worker is has been called digital uh, worker, digital performer, and the idea of the uh, first publication by Mr. Drucker, Professor Drucker, uh, he, where he wrote The End of the Economic Man. Well, it was published in 1939, and from there on, he, you know, he did incredible things. One of the books I recommend from Peter Drucker is actually Management, Managing in Turbulent Times. Just the first page of the introduction, you will see where he says that for the one certainty about the times ahead, the times in which managers will have to work and perform is that they will be turbulent times. Understanding turbulence, understanding this concept is something that we all need to do, whether we are entrepreneurs, managers, or leaders. Managing this, actually, the fundamentals is also managing not only for today, but managing for tomorrow. So the combination of becoming a leader and an, an entrepreneur and the manager is something that is that we need to understand. Is working today, we need to be working for tomorrow. 
the whole concept is what we do today will affect the results tomorrow. What we do today will have a positive or negative impact on the way we do things to tomorrow. And if we understand that, we then understand that we are where we are today by the results of everything we have done in the past. Companies are where they are today by achieving different results we have they have done over time. So the new realities, the new opportunities, the new threats that are in the environment of the enterprises and the, and, and the different companies is that the world economy is changing. On the other hand, globalization is making a lot of changes for many people, companies, and countries, actually. So it is the world economy integrating side-by-side side with the corporations, with the politics of the world, with the different economies of, of the world. And in doing that, well, he said that a time of turbulence, and this is how we would like to, to, to close today's uh, show, saying that uh, one of the final quotes from the introduction, beautiful introduction of Managing Turbulent Times by Peter Drucker, he said that a time of turbulence is a dangerous time, but it is greatest, its greatest danger is a temptation to deny reality. So we need to understand the new realities. We need to understand what we need to do because uh, he also said a time of turbulence is also a time of great opportunity for those who can understand, accept, and exploit the new realities. It is, above all, a time of opportunity of leadership. So understanding the concept of leaders and managers, that we need to be both, we need to be one. We need to be a manager, a leader, a leader, a manager, in many occasions a different hat, in several occasions the same hat. Because when we are entrepreneurs, when we are business owners, we need to understand that, it, that we are the ones creating the vision and the mission of the future for companies, the future for the people that work with us. As I said earlier, today I had a chance to listen for a while to an incredible program where Success Magazine hosted a webinar in which they were talking about the legacy of John, uh, Jim Rohn. And Jim Rohn said that success was about creating and defining your own philosophy. Which is very interesting because in one of the uh, books I have about leadership, it is called The 52 Leadership Traits by Greg Thomas. He said that uh, having a right leadership philosophy is one of the best approaches we can have. Because he actually was mentioning that it is essential to have the right approach and perspective about leadership. How well you lead will be determined by your personal mission, your values, and your goals. Where these are balanced in ha and in harmony, they provide the right to motivate and lead. I hope you start understanding the different concepts that are behind management, the ideas behind leadership, the processes by which we lead, by which we create, we innovate, and in the whole process, the manager and leader will be integral parts and key elements of the success of our companies, and on a personal basis, we always will need to be the managers and leaders of our own lives. This has been our show for today, and before we close, I would like to thank the continuous support that I keep getting from you, the listener, from the different parts of the world. I receive an incredible report, and we are being listened to over in over 50 regions throughout the world. We have been uh, listened in 
places from Russia and uh, Montenegro, Switzerland and Germany, the United Kingdom, Ireland and Scotland, all the way to North and Central and South America and even Japan, China and Australia. And I would like to thank you, all of you. I would like to thank everybody that has listened throughout the past weeks and that I invite you to continue to visit the show, to listen to us uh, on demand on our shows page and send me, you know, your comments, send me your ideas because I think we can all benefit from that. It has been a pleasure. It has been really a real pleasure to share with you this hour that I hope has given you new insights, new ideas and new perspectives to understand the different issues that we have to face as business owners, entrepreneurs, executives and managers. Understanding the concept of leadership and management is something that it is an idea that we need to grasp because it is a concept that we will be working on and will be working in for years to come. I am your host, Luis Vicente Garcia, and I would like to invite you to visit my webpage at luisvicentegarcia.com, read my articles on the blog entrepreneurperformance.com, and also connect with me through my social media that you will see at the bottom of the show site. My email is coachluis at luisvicentegarcia.com, and again, it has been a pleasure to be with you today. Thanks for joining us today in another episode of Performing at Your Best Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia, and as always, have an excellent and a very successful week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Performing at Your Best Mindset Evolution with Luis Vicente Garcia. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And this coming week, find your passion in your business.